Angelina was staring at the center of the tapestry stretched out between her hands. She turned away from me, hiding the imagery. You don't need to see this, she said. I reached out for it, but she pulled it away. No. We don't have time for games. Reluctantly, she handed it over. It was serene compared to the others. There were two people in the center of the image enjoying each other in a normal way in comparison to the others. They were surrounded by... Okay, it was a bit freaky. The giant winged beasts Angelina wanted to call vampires. And the vampires were surrounded by lots of people who were running and turning into red. The sky was black and there was a giant red eye looking down. It's just two people. One doesn't look familiar to you. She stared at me. I stared closely at the two figures in the center. A curvaceous blonde and some guy underneath her caught in an act that would earn good candy down on the terrace. I shrugged and handed it back. Green. She muttered. What did the green mean? She stared down at her feet, lost in thought. I said. I gave her a prod with a tapestry bringing her back into the moment and pointed to the drawing of the church. It showed the main chamber, the spire, the pulpit, and another corridor leading out the back. It seemed to come from beneath the altar. I grabbed her hand and we walked over to the altar. The girl staked to it hadn't moved. I started to examine the various demonic faces carved into the stonework running my hands over them searching for something that clicked. Angelina shook off whatever was distracting her and also ran her hands over the stone. She stopped, stood back, and moved around to the back. She spread her hands wide. I am a priest. What do I see? She twisted her head one way, then the other. I am a priest. She repeated. She scrunched up her face in concentration and opened her eyes wide. I am a priest who needs to escape quickly. Where do I go? She started searching, running her hands under the wooden floor of the pulpit. She stepped down and dragged her feet over the stone floor of the main chamber. She paused, smiling, and pressed down with her bloodied boot. There was a click next to me, coming from under the altar. I heard the sound of stone being dragged across stone. The altar swung aside, slowly revealing a staircase leading down into the pitch dark. It's dark, said Angelina. And we have no lights. There's gotta be something down there. Lights on monsters. We crept down the steps and the darkness folded in around us. We fumbled along the walls and found a couple of flashlights. I flicked one on. The batteries were low and the beam was dim, barely illuminating only a dozen feet in front of us. Angelina's wasn't much better. I swung the beam around. It revealed three corridors, two leading off on each side and one straight ahead. There was a metal box halfway down the middle corridor. There was a small door to the right. I opened it and looked in. Buckets, mobs, cleaning equipment. I guess they had to clean up the blood somehow, or they'd be knee deep in the stuff. I indicated for Angelina to go down the left passage while I went down the right. A few steps in I found another door. I opened it silently and peered in. The yellow beam swept over the gardening implements, shovel, hoe, chainsaw. 
There were two other doors leading from the small room. I shut the door and moved on. The smell of blood wafted up from the end of the corridor. I glanced in a couple more doors, each revealing nothing sinister. A small library, a tiny bedroom, recently used with the sheets pulled free of the mattress. There were photographs by the bed, several clerical outfits hung on a peg on the far wall. A deck of cards lay neatly piled on a small writing desk. This room also had two more doors leaving off it. I crawled along the corridor until it turned sharply to the left. All three corridors converged in the same place and I could see Angelina's dim beam ahead. The corridor that continued was narrower and lower. Find anything? I whispered. No, just ordinary rooms full of normal stuff. Normal humans living a normal life. Somehow it makes the horror upstairs worse. There was a pause as we both thought about the bizarre juxtaposition. There are lots of doors. Yeah, same on my side, she said. There was a scraping sound from the end of the corridor. We switched the flashlights off and waited for our eyes to become accustomed to the dark. We heard the sound of eating. I signaled for Angelina to follow me. We ducked our heads as we made our way along the narrow corridor which opened out into a wide but low ceiling chamber. I couldn't sense how big it was. It felt like it went on forever. I took a couple of steps into the darkness and flicked on the flashlight. It shone directly into the center of the room on a great winged beast that was eating something fleshy. Abruptly, it stopped chewing. It turned its head slowly and looked over its shoulder at us, baring its fangs. It was a dead ring of a phoenix. If he had suddenly become a great winged beast, the beast wheeled around and leapt forward. It misjudged its size in the height of the room and crashed into the ceiling. When it rose, it was Phoenix in his normal form. He charged at us. Run! We both shouted as one. We turned and ran back down the central corridor, keeping our heads down and leaping over the small metal box. We headed for the stairwell leading back under the altar. Something was wrong. The stairwell wasn't there. A brick wall blocked the way. We must have triggered it when we came down. Where do we go now? Angelina looked around wildly, fear overtaking her. I guess that the situation was triggering memories of her haunting past. I pointed down the left corridor. Head back up to the chamber. Go, I said. I swung the butt of the flashlight at Phoenix as he crashed into me. I managed a couple of more swings, denting the battery canister and breaking the bulb before I managed to shake him off. I turned and headed down the right corridor with the familiar rooms. He got back onto his feet and charged after me. I ran past the gardening room and the library and burst through the door of the small bedroom. I slammed the door shut and smashed the lock closed. I stood in the dark, breathing heavily. The flashlight was useless now, so I dropped it. I made my way over to where our remembered candles were and fumbled for the matches. The sulfur glow filled the room. Phoenix stood in front of me. He ripped the cord of a chainsaw and it roared to life. I ducked under another swing. I dropped the candle on the bed and fainted to the side. He swung the chainsaw toward me. The dusty blankets on the bed smoldered and burst into flame. I ran out of the door, dodging another slash and clicked the door closed behind me. Moments later, metal teeth ripped through the wood. I ran along the corridor and into the library. Smoke billowed out of the bedroom behind me. Phoenix followed me into the library and chased me through the stacks. Shelves and books toppled around us. I ran back into the corridor and sprinted towards the chamber, following a dim yellow light. Something heavy and solid cracked over my back. I collapsed to the floor with a sword at my throat.